hello there. Howdy. Oh, how's it going? Didn't see you there. Ooh. Oh, hey. Oh, you sneak in, huh? Wow. So, uh... Good morning. Uh, good we're morning. back. <laughs> we're back with another... You're, you're gonna be late for school. Wake up. Monday music break. <laughs> Stop. That hurts me. <laughs> it's taking me back. Oh, I might start crying. How's it going, everybody? We are a bunch of fools, and we talk about music uh, and things regarding music. Uh, and today, we don't have a huge direction with things oh no <laughs> you're gonna oh be late for school i honestly thought i was like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> my laundry's oh, done no. <laughs> the laundry okay sorry complete. so uh albums is that what we want to talk about to begin yeah i get i brought that one up earlier before um i don't know it's just albums in general uh i don't know well first off what is your opinion on album art and its importance album art yeah See, I always had my own vision for <laughs> for how an album All should right, look. Please, off please. Your mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should start a Patreon to donate to Cam's therapy sessions. <laughs> for real. <laughs> no, um, I like album art. Album art, I feel like, is a really good representation of just what the artist is thinking when they're putting everything together for the album. Yeah, like. I mean, I know that seems. <laughs> that's a pretty generic answer but i mean like you have different like i feel like country music does this a lot they'll just have the artist and then like a guitar yeah on some sort of machinery on a hay, hay bale yeah. yeah that or in the pl- background so i mean it ranges from very generic oh it's the artist yeah all the way up to very abstract art i i guess i don't really care about like c- cover art of an album unless it's actually really cool yeah like like i'm not i don't like judge the art like I'm mm-hmm. like oh like this is a stupid album or anything, but I genuinely if I see like like uh, what's it called Everybody by Logic mm-hmm. yeah. and the Incredible True Story yeah both of those album arts were awesome yeah they were really um cool. the Everybody album cover is actually uh, based off of a painting I think it's the Wedding at Cana yeah um it's a really awesome painting and there's a lot of intricate stuff going on and the original painting done by Sam Spratt uh, for Logic's cover for everybody is like a huge like six foot by six foot canvas like it's ginormous because he got like all these little details in and I'm glad that you actually brought that up because I was going to say like there's certain album art that has like really small details dookie by green day is the first one that comes to mind when I think of that insane levels of detail and I love that about it (laughs) <laughs> there's i love I, every time i play that or like i when i got the actual vinyl of it it helps when you can expand it and like see the whole image i never realized how far you can go in and still find dogs throwing shit at each other like it's i'm i'm actually impressed i was like wow they really yeah. went, like it's crazy it's like a where's waldo kind of cover a little triggered <laughs> where's doggo where's where's doggo. dookie where's Duke, where's dookie it's um, crazy I don't know. I feel like sometimes, though, album art definitely hits the vibe, though, of yeah. the actual album. Like, um, the Gorillas released, what was it, last summer? Uh, the Now Now. And, like, the album art essentially isn't anything crazy. It's just, I think, uh, 2D, and, like, this weird effect. But it's all, like, like turquoise, like, light blue and, like, neon pink and black. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be, like, a summer bummer album, like, some, like, retro vibe kind of effects on it and the album art and the color of the actual album for some reason just explains that very well in my opinion you know you shouldn't go on google images and just type in dookie <laughs> no <laughs> probably not <laughs> Cameron, 
<laughs> I need to clear my search history. It's not Cyber <laughs> Safety Month. We need to put a child lock on the <laughs> camera search. I literally <laughs> just typed in Dookie and I was like, images, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Uh, so, like, um, what also made me bring this point up was Gallon of Ham has officially now recorded at least one consistent <laughs> song through, not just, or not recorded, but played. Yeah, we have, uh, Gallon of Ham has a a solid song that's been put together yeah, finally. Of course, yeah. Mu- Muffman. Muffman. But, Muffman. Um, hopefully you'll get that recorded. But no, what it brought it up was uh, Alex and I were talking in the studio, and um, the idea hit me. I was like, you know, for like the album cover, for the single or whatever, it'd be cool if we went to like a guitar center Asked if we could go by the drum kit with the instruments and like just take a picture like us pretending to play them, and then I could edit over like you know like was it like a, a shank of ham? Yeah, over everything. No, on the head. So all our heads are uh-huh. just ham. So like, oh, I thought like a gallon I, of ham. I would have like the the drums as ham. Ham. <laughs> no, you'd be vocals in That's the picture. Yeah, okay, so, so Because right now it's. <laughs> yeah, at least for Muff Man. For Muff Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It was funny because I was like that like, pretty much. Gives out Dude, the let's amount do of it after this. Let's go. <laughs> right, I, now, let's go. I got a camera. <laughs> we all have a camera if you have a phone. Listen. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like the, but the phone company doesn't create the kind of imagery that I want from my <laughs> phone, so I don't, don't use my they phone. They don't capture camera, yeah. my image within my head. Any anytime, anytime <laughs> I use, I want to take a Snapchat. I take a picture on my <laughs> my DSLR, take it, put it on my computer, save it, edit it, put it on my phone, and then send it as a Snapchat. <laughs> so that's why you don't reply uh, within like two days. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't reply to you, Samson. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Okay, we're getting off topic. Gallon of ham so. has officially broken up. <laughs> I'm going so low. <laughs> I'm just. You ham. can't survive without my vocals. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. What are we talking about? Music. Albums. Just albums. Just albums. albums. <laughs> and the other reason that we were talking about it too is just the direction that certain artists have. They can change over the course of their careers, but mm-hmm. you love to listen to an album that has like a unified ide- like idea. Like a throughout. theme. Yeah. Not even necessarily like a story. Like there's some that obviously tell stories. Like, um, like Kendrick Lamar's "Damn" is a really good example of that. I think that is really storytelling. Um, but there's also like or J Cole, um, "For Your Eyes Only" is like incredible. Yeah, and that's that was an album that was highly slept on. But yeah, um, I think just in general, like any sort of album that has a yeah. definitive like idea of what the artist is trying to convey is yeah. incredible yeah. for me that that is one of the most and incredible true stories <laughs> like it actually is a incredible true story yeah about you know j cole and uh his friend who died and he uh what is it his friend james died at 22 and he was like hey man if i ever die like record my story down and, and write it for my and play it for my daughter when she's ready and so like i'm gonna cry he actually did that which is super cool it's and crazy. the whole entire album is the story of his friend james and it's like a nine uh, nine song album and it's like incredible you should wow. listen to it samson i will right after okay, this. okay good so on, our, on our way to guitar center yeah i guess that's what i love about like being in a radio station just generally being open about your taste in music is because how much you learn like you can expand upon in general like obviously camera your taste in music intrigues me the most not in a bad way like what it's you're the, sh- it's the biggest 
Well, no, like, you, you really enjoy country. You also really enjoy, like, hip-hop. But yet he also enjoyed music from the 40s. Yeah. And the 20s. Like, those three genres I would never expect being contained in one person. I mean, this is coming from someone whose show can't consistently play two songs. Yeah. In any but you're, 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 yeah, even though your shows are random, they do kind of have a theme. I go by, I go by what it makes me feel. Like, yeah, not yeah, to yeah. like meme off of you, like, oh, my image of what the artist should have done, but like the general like emotion I feel when I hear each song. Yeah, and that's what's incredible about music is you can literally jump genre to genre, but still convey similar stuff. Yeah, I and speaking of 1940s music, Frank Sinatra <laughs> does does actually a lot of albums where like themes uh -huh. especially the themes about being sad because those are my favorite <laughs> but <laughs> I cry too when i'm on the toilet <laughs> so yeah he has um uh in the wee small hours of yeah in the wee small hours that's an album by him 1955 and 1958 he put out uh frank sinatra sings for only the lonely and both of those are all songs about you know being sad and being lonely stuff like that Can't but Yes. Are you okay? No. <laughs> That's another podcast, though. <laughs> oh I just want to take a minute here real quick. I'm looking at the automation computer, and I can see that She by Green Day off of the album Dookie is, no. like, the next song <laughs> to be played <laughs> in automation. So oh, I don't know if you did that on purpose, but no. highly impressive. What can I say? Anyway, um, another one by him is Moon Moonlight Sinatra, mm -hmm. and that ha almost has, like, a double, double meeting. So not only is it Frank Sinatra sings songs about Moonlight, but Mozart came out with a <laughs> dropped a song <laughs> called Moonlight Sonata. Like he has a entire like what's it called score called Moonlight Sonata. And so Frank Sinatra like you know had an ode to Mozart. Man, I I used to wait for Friday. Yeah, Friday every at Friday at midnight. Check my Spotify <laughs> for, for when Mozart, Mozart <laughs> <laughs> was gonna drop his new was, shit. <laughs> actually, I don't know if it was Mozart, Beethoven. Uh, if you want to look that up, you could. You the can Moonlight tell me Sonata. Your, Moonlight Sonata. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Mozart. It is Mozart. Okay. No, it's yeah. Beethoven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Psych. Okay, so yeah, sorry, Beethoven. But yeah, so Frank Sinatra like did an ode to him in that, and also all every single song is about Moonlight. So he does like Moonlight Serenade. The moon was yellow and stuff like that. And it's all a theme. And a lot of people do that. Mel Torme has an album like that as well. And there's, you know, tons of songs. Frank Sinatra has an album, Songs for Young Lovers. And it's all about songs for people who are new in love. Yeah, the track, uh, the track list for Moonlight Sinatra is Moonlight Becomes You, Moon Song, Moonlight Serenade, Reaching for the Moon, I Wished on the Moon, Oh, You Crazy Moon, The Moon Got in My Eyes, Moonlight Mood, Moon love and the moon was yellow See? and the and night moon's was over young. my hammy from Denny's menu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Released in March of 1966. Yeah, fucks up. Denny's. That's one of his later albums. Yeah, it's, the, it, it's it's like a a mid. Well, I guess he he was probably like his 50s. Yeah, it's a really good album though. I really love it. Yeah, Moonlight Serenade is one of my favorite songs by him. He overall his music like not to derail but. It's just crazy, like, how some artists just have this career that is nearly god tier and will never be like reached again, and it's just like, wow, they oh, actually. Oh yeah, we could we could go on and on about <laughs> about this. He he has like a record for not not like not just Frank Sinatra, but there's a handful of bands, groups, yeah, yeah, and yeah. solo artists that just have this. No matter what evidence comes out about yeah. them later years or whatever, if they have anything, it's just incredible how a, a single human can have or a group of humans can have 
this legendary status that can never be touched. Like, yeah. I look at David Bowie, the one that we have in the studio that just creeps me the hell out all the time. But um, it's just chilling. He's constantly there. watching us. Yeah, he's. I really don't like the face he's making. But um, I don't know. Just like people like that, like David Bowie was a legend. Like, never again will be replicated in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. as much as people try or try to compare themselves, it's it just blows my mind. Like time and place this person thrived yeah and completely conquered and frank sinatra has the record for n- like the longest time the longest span of years between like number or top 10 albums so his a- album that i think it came out in 2008 like it was a uh, nothing but the best like it was a compilation album and it peaked at like number eight or something or number four and his first album, The Voice of Frank Sinatra, also came in the top ten. So, like, obviously there was top tens between then, but from his first to his, like, that last album, that is the longest, this like, time in between two number top, or top ten albums ever. And, like, he holds that record. He holds the record for, like, most number one singles in, like, decades. Like, he has it in, like, six or seven decades, which is, like, ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and He's, like, the yeah. Gordie Howe of... <laughs> It just Music. does not stop. Yeah. Never will. He basically stopped until he... <laughs> he died? Yeah, yeah, he bopped until he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, Didn't though. Didn't Freddie Mercury do that, too? He bopped till well, he dropped? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, like, Frank Sinatra died little ne- necessarily of old age. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying, like, to, to say they can performed until they that's literally fair. died. Yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah. But Frank Sinatra was, like, 80, was 87, 88. Yeah. He, I mean, Tony Bennett is still doing it, too. Mm. He just released an album, <laughs> a duets album. Isn't that crazy, though, that it, well, how many years has Fre- Freddie Mercury been dead? And then what was it? After Bohemian Rhapsody came out, they had found they had from one of the vaults, like one of the tracks he had written right before he passed away. And they released it. They're like, yo, by the way, this was like a hidden track that they never meant to release. And they're like, yeah, go for it. Like, I forget what it was called, but that's just crazy. Yeah. Well, another artist that's kind of like that, but I don't know if he's been putting out music lately. Um would be neil diamond i know that he still tours and he's getting up there in age mm-hmm. but he's another one of those that's yeah the guy who sings sweet carolina that's it i will <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> fight you Damn, um when i saw about how paul mccartney is still the most wealthiest like musician in the world is that sir, still the case I sir think he, paul mccartney sir, sorry sir paul mccartney yeah that's crazy and another another one that like you know, it's it's a little controversial, but Michael Jackson, one point two billion dollars. I did not know that. I mean, he soloed for a while, but yeah. I just imagine. Well, the, he the he, he also has all the royalties from the Wings. Not all the royalties, but you know what I mean. Like the royalties from Paul McCartney. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying like aside, like Ringo Starr is you know getting royalty from the Beatles, mm-hmm. but Paul McCartney's got Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney, and the Wings, the Beatles, and anything else he's done, you know, like solo. Too, and that's so. that's what I mean. Like the fact that he just is one of the four Beatles. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It just there you go. Like, but he's definitely the obviously the. And most that's popular. a band that's music is still pushed to this day. Like, I, what that was Apple's thing mm-hmm. was they're a big fan of the Beatles. Except so they for. Oh, Oh, they're only a bigger fan of you too. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> what? We'll never forgive you, Apple. Never. What is this album? We did not want this. <laughs> Even though it was free and did not literally cost me anything yeah. or any sort of. I think get this off of my iPod right now. I think I was more upset about that than anything. Yeah. They could have like raised the price like five dollars a song, and I wouldn't care. But they they put on a they gave me free music. Get this off. How dare you take away iTunes and then give me this bull? <laughs> I know. 
yeah. It's like slipping your mixtape into the McDonald's bag that you're giving your customer. <laughs> That's ingenious. Dude. Is that what you do, Alex? A Florida yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Florida man. We, 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 don't, we don't talk about it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I think Michael Jackson. I think Michael Jackson's Thriller is one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, it probably really? is. Like, probably at least top three albums of all time. Oh, no, I totally agree with you. I was just never expected you of all people really? to say Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I got to go to the track list right now. Oh, no, I 100% agree. Yeah, with you, but, but I, I would just read it for the, you know, what, the What's viewers. your number one, then, if that's, like, one of the three? I don't know. I'm just you saying. You just know it's up there. You don't have yeah, to sure. I honestly, I've never, like, sat down and made a list. But I know for a fact that if I did, Michael Jackson. The Wiggles have to be like a number two yeah. up there for me. It's like probably salad. It's probably slaps. Iggy Azalea. <laughs> stop! Stop! Nicki stop. Minaj. R. Kelly. <laughs> Michael Jackson, and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, wanna be starting something is yeah. on side one. Uh, baby be mine the girl is mine with paul mccartney yep that oh my god don't even get me started on that song (laughs) that song blows my mind every time i oh my god such a good song (laughs) i literally like if you put that song (laughs) in at a party i will freak out (laughs) (laughs) i sound just like paul mccartney uh the last song on side a is thriller yeah and then side b is beat it billy jean human nature pyt and the lady in my life like the (laughs) only song that i would say like isn't that good is the lady in my life i i've never didn't have to go that hard yet he did yeah no i've i actually like until i sat down i was like okay i'm gonna listen to this whole album i've never heard of lady in my life but it's still a really good song and he wrote a lot of his music too i'm looking at the like the writers list and stuff rod temperton wrote a lot of his music but he did a lot of it himself and quincy jones did all of the producing along with michael jackson whack it's only nine songs but it's almost 45 minutes i yeah i guess that's insane I, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i didn't mean to do that I, I i would say if um if maybe he put more music on it i think that was me again if he put more music on it I, maybe it wouldn't have been a, as good as a album as it was I th- yeah like if you know artists today put out like 1925 his advanced analytics of quality per 60 was insane <laughs> yeah like if if people put out people put out like 19 album song, well, my God, I'm sorry. Some lady was just doing like a full backflip yeah, outside of the window, yeah, and we we're just, just watching so her, so I can't I can't focus right now. Okay, so some people put out 19 song albums, and like five of them or four of them are really good, but the yeah. rest of them are trash, and the album still does good. That's all you need anymore. Is you need an album to have yeah, five. Yeah, you good just need as many streams as you want, and then it gets high up on the charts. Yeah, so. It's kind of weird in that sense where this only had, you know, fi- uh, nine songs. And, yeah, I want to be starting something, writer Michael Jackson. Yep. The Girl Is Mine, Michael Jackson. Beat It, Michael Jackson. Billie Jean, Michael Jackson. And I think that's it. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean. Rod Temperton's also. He, he, it, he's I'm, a great writer. You guys yeah. keep going. I'm going to go shit myself in the corner. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you <laughs> for telling us. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, like I, I genuinely think that it that really is one of the greatest albums ever. And I, I, I can't think of a better album. Like not not only that album had like I can't think of an album that has had more hits, but 
there's no bad songs either. Like there's there's maybe I don't know, maybe like a Beatles album or a Rolling Stones album has had like six or seven hits on it. Yeah. But it, it's probably an album with 12 or 15 songs, you know, sure. or, or an Eminem album like or something like that. Or Frank Sinatra had a, a ton of hits off of his In the Wee Small Hours. He had a ton of hits off that. But th- again, that was a 14 song album, you know? Yeah. I honestly think another album that's really up there is Boston's Boston album. Like their, oh, Boston their, by Boston? Yeah, their, their self-titled album. What's, it's, what's I, that called again? Like when you do that? Self-titled. No, it's it's a it's like a it's a it's a more fancy word. I don't know. Let me look. Let me, okay. Okay. Well, it, this more, just says more than a feeling. Self-titled, but it the um. See, I don't I don't agree with you on that. Oh man, there's just I think that there's so many. I would I would I would consider this at like the top like fifty, but like more than a feeling, yeah. Rock and roll band, okay. Let me take you home tonight, okay. And then that's long about time it. and peace of mind. You can't tell me that the guitar solo in long time is not okay. But those amazing. those aren't like those aren't like critically acclaimed like the greatest songs like Thriller, Billy Jean, Girls Mine. Like get off me. More than a, more than <laughs> a feeling in long time definitely are. Those are ones that are more than a feeling. Yeah, I don't know about long time. Long time, I think I, more because of the. It's also a seven-minute, forty-eight-second song. Because of the musicality of it, because they the guitar solo is like five minutes of it. It's I, insane. I honestly don't know what song you're talking. Like I don't know what. If what you heard point. it, you you know for sure. But should I play it like one second of it? No, we'll we'll listen to it later. I mean, but okay. I think th- to me that's one of those that's definitely in the top ten. I think. Um, it's hard to like. It's so hard have to, to compare sit. all albums. We would have to sit and like. Well, and that's the other thing too is you can't really compare. You could maybe take your top of each ge- like genre and compare them. Yeah, but they're still gonna be to, like, so yeah, wildly you'd different. You have to go against each other after that. Yeah, and it's hard to judge too because a lot of, at least in my opinion, a lot of fantastic rap music doesn't come from albums but it comes from like their mixtapes their older music like a lot of kid cuddy's Some of them, yeah. i think a lot of kid cuddy's older music before he released like the man on the moon stuff was some of his best work and that that's technically mixtapes yeah so it's hard to judge especially for like the rap genre like that's hard to <laughs> you definitely can't compare it to thriller yeah, it's a completely right. different mindset. Uh, great. Sorry, I'm I'm reading um Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP. That's another good one. Like that's a really good one, but like it has kill, it has kill you, it has Stan, it has um the way I am. Which real, for those of you out there who didn't know where the term Stan came from. Literally, it came from Eminem. Yeah. That's where it came from. So yeah. now you learned something. It has Kim. It has Under the Influence. It has Marshall Mathers. I'm back. Like it has a ton of songs. Yeah. But it, I listed maybe what eight. Yeah, and, and there's, there's probably twenty two. Yeah, there's eighteen. Yeah. So there's ten songs that are like fillers. No, yeah, exactly. And you're gonna have that with 
almost every so album. So I would say that, and 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 again, some of the songs I've I listed weren't even that popular. There's songs that I personally like. Sure. So it's really like I, I I'm I'm trying to rack my brain to think of a song uh, album that is just as good as that fucking album, man. So I'm just looking here. I I clicked on Quincy Jones uh, on Wikipedia because I was looking at producers for uh, Michael Jackson, and I did not know that uh, one of his daughters is Rashida Jones. I did not know that Rashida Jones' dad that makes sense was Quincy Jones. Yeah, that makes sense. I just did not know that. I didn't know either. It's almost like how George Clooney is related to Rosemary Clooney. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out my grandma. Shout out your grandma. Yeah. I got absolutely dummied on my own show. She was, I was literally like, You're over oh, here this like, is a song by Rosemary. I about this music. No, I was literally like, this is a song by Rosemary Clooney. I discovered it the day of, like right before. I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was like, oh, no relation to George as a joke. And, and then grandma <laughs> texted me and was like, actually, yeah, it, you clown. Yeah. Rosemary Clooney is George Clooney's aunt. Get your facts straight. And I was like, wow. I, I had, I literally stopped the music. I was like, I have to apologize. <laughs> so. Roasted. Yeah. Insane. Um, we could talk about that now, actually, and we could talk about um producers. We're getting a little off the album side of things now, but might as well, unless Samson wants to come back in and join us whenever. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, we can talk about uh, music production. That's something that I'm a fan of. I whenever I listen to music, obviously I try to listen to the artist because that's ninety percent of it, but. To me, an important aspect of any song that I listen to is the musicality of what's going on behind the artist. And for me, a lot of that obviously starts with uh, the music production. And there's certain artists that do all of their own production. And sometimes you can tell because it's not that good. And then sometimes you're like, oh man, I can't believe that this artist makes all of their music that they sing or they rap over like j cole j cole is another one of those uh artists that makes like 99 percent of his own music he'll collaborate usually with uh other producers but he makes a lot of his own music tyler the creator does the same thing um it's a lot easier to judge uh rap artists for that because i think the production aspect of that is typically a lot more simple because you're on your computer making it as opposed to like necessarily playing live instruments you you don't have a band sitting there doing stuff for you so you know artists in their spare time can just kind of throw things together not to obviously belittle what they do because it's incredibly difficult to make something successful and they do it super well uh you can go ahead and interject anytime you want, by sorry, the way. Sorry, I was um, looking up the Rolling Stones 500 best albums of all time. And Michael Jackson Thriller was 20th. What and even I, would be above that? Okay, get ready. All right. Get ready to get mad. Get ready to go to the flagpole. So, 19, Van Morrison, Astral Weeks, Garbage, Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. <laughs> All right, well, that is a good album. It's but a good album. Nirvana, never mind, the one with the kid in the yeah, pool. Yeah, again, another good album, but... but... Bob Dylan, Blood on the Tracks, absolutely not. I hate Bob Dylan. Jimi Hendrix Experience, Are You Experienced? Okay, that's 
Yeah, to and be then fair, that's a good the album. The Beatles Abbey Road. I mean, well, sure. That's the, just Beatles hype, though. The Velvet Underground and Nico. The Velvet Underground. Okay. I've never heard of them. Miles Davis, Kinda Blue. Okay. But, like, great album. Not better than Thriller. Elvis Presley, The Sun Sessions. Honestly, I couldn't name any song directly off that album, but... It's Elvis. Elvis is obviously good. The Beatles, The White Album. Bob Dylan, Blonde on Blonde. You you can see a bias starting to form here, right? A little bit. The Clash, London Calling. That's a great album, but still. The Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street. Fuck the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I know. You're very opinionated about the Stones. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, Okay, the reason why I'm opinionated on the Stones, and I'm also kind of opinionated on the Beatles... I'll give the Beatles more credit because they kind of revolutionized, revolutionized like rock and roll. I'll give them credit, but the musicality is just bad. It's very bad. Yeah. And people really like the Strokes too. I, I think yeah, the Strokes. But I, I think they're a terrible band. Like their their stories sometimes, like the stories they tell in their music. Okay, that's fair. Like my my roommate would listen to the Strokes all the time. And I thought it was a I thought it was horrible. The the guitar was trash. It was simple, like three chords repeated. The drums were like my level of drumming, which is very bad. Gallon of ham would disagree. Well, yeah. But and then there and then the, the singer's voice didn't have a good voice. And then the lyrics were in a lot of songs that I heard were pretty shallow lyrics. And I was like, Where where where's the good part? Yeah. I, I, I'm I, waiting. Yeah, to be to be fair, I heard a few songs where I was like, okay, this is a pretty good story. Like, this is cool, but I just feel like at that time in <laughs> at that time in history, like there was such a weird like thing going on. Like all the drugs and all the like people wanted to listen to to drugs. Like <laughs> they wanted to listen. To people doing drugs and songs about drugs while they were doing drugs. And Man, it was, it's crazy that there's n- like hardly a distinguishing difference between then and today. I know. It's just and, that the music type is different. And so are Migos going to be like... Ri- are, are <laughs> the, the Stones? No, yeah. It's what, What's it called? Uh, what's the Migos album? I can't even think of it. Uh, what's like? Depends on which one you're talking about. The, 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 the like big one. The culture. Yeah, Whatever. culture. Yeah. So is that going to be like Abbey Road for the Beatles now? I don't know. Because, because they revolutionized trap music and everyone wanted to do drugs to it? I don't know, mm. because I would almost say that like 2 Chains was bigger revolutionizing trap music. Yeah, but I think more people will definitely remember Migos. Sure. See, our, genera- at least, our at generation. Least for, at least for trap music so specifically. while you were gone, I, yes, Samson. I had the shit. What we were talking about was that. So I, I looked up the 20 best albums of all time okay or the sorry the 500 because oh, we we're talking about your personal like top three yeah yeah the <laughs> most five the, the 500 best albums and i didn't go through all of them <laughs> i i looked for where uh thriller was and thriller was 20th out of 500 yeah yeah damn okay i mean i Which thought number I was one number one I'll, I'll go to num- number one is oh uh the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts. That kind of that kind of like makes me upset. And then There's number a two, hard bias no, number for the yeah, Beatles number two, Beach Boys, 
pet sounds. Okay, oh, yeah, because that's where sounds good, is good. Yeah, but... like good vibrate. That that actually is what inspired the Beatles to make Sergeant Peppers. That's yeah. why and I'm then, upset. And then the Beatles revolver. What? And then Bob Dylan. Okay, I'm gonna the, say I did not think revolver was that good of an album. No. I, okay, yeah. There I said and then, it, fight me. Yeah, no, no. No, and, that's, and, we're pretty much all in agreement. And then here. that's what I was going into. I I was saying I don't I don't like the Rolling Stones or the Beatles, and I I said I give the Beatles more credit. Just because they kind of revolutionized rock and roll in that sense, like, okay, or, or they revo- they were the first English they, they came they came into music doing that very classic, uh, like kind of, I guess right after what Elvis had laid, like that group, like very generic kind of sounding multi boy band yeah. at the time sound, and yes, it was after a period of time their sound started to change and they got very popular within the Americas. I agree. What makes me upset is it's proven that Pet Sounds, when it came out, I think it was like a year or something before it came out, I think Paul McCartney was quoted on saying, he's like, yeah, I heard Pet Sounds. And I was like, we need to do something like this. Like, we need to have a whole change up yeah. into not just psychedelic rock. Because what? I forget who the YouTuber was that did. I think it's Polyphonic. It, his channel does a lot of cool music stuff. Um, he went on a whole breakdown of just that song and how most modern like rock and pop music takes the actual structure because... Good Vibrations is one of the first songs to never have a chorus, main lyric chorus. Like, it doesn't fully circle. Like, from the beginning to the end, there's not one part that's similar. Like, it doesn't end the same way it starts. It has different beats. It's That's cool. I never even noticed. Like, I just liked it because, like, oh, it's a great song. Yeah. And that whole album was, like, experimentation and all that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not so knocking like, the album. To have the Beatles multiple times in there, I understand because of their fame. It's four different albums, right, in the top There's, 15. Let me, yeah, let me let me keep going. So, so yeah, number three was Revolver by the Beatles. Four was Bob Dylan Highway 61 Revisited. Really? Five, Beatles Rubber Soul. Six, okay. Marvin Gaye What's Going On. Seven, The Rolling Stones Exile on Main Street. Eight, The Clash, London Calling. Nine, Bob Dylan, Blonde on Blonde. And ten, Beatles, The White Album. Yeah, so there's four in the top ten. Four different Beatles like, albums I would in the top say 10. Rubber Soul deserves to be the one out there. Because that's one. But that's my that's my opinion of my favorite album by the Beatles. And, like, yeah, they produced a ton of music and are some of the most famous and well-known artists that's, of that, all time. Yeah, that's what kind of bothers me about the whole, like, Beatles, like, cult. <laughs> Is that the fact that, like... I'll give it yeah they were one of the most popular bands of all time oh absolutely but I think like the reason the what I'm what I think it is is that they like did drugs right and then they made songs yeah some psychedelic <laughs> about <rock>. drugs yeah <laughs> and then people on drugs really enjoyed it and then they grabbed their kids by the neck and they're like this band was the greatest band of all time and if you don't respect this band I'm gonna frigging murder you I did drugs so many like they're <laughs> I, I I mean my parents are both big Beatle fans and neither one of them did drugs. Well, but they uh, they then they just went along with the times. Well, no, I mean that's what I mean. Like like, like it that's and that and that's why I was like it's almost like Migos today. Not to say that Migos and Beatles are the same thing. <laughs> no, they. But are. I got more <laughs> slaps than the Beatles. That's actually Drake. Yeah, that's Drake. But like people like Migos because they're popular, and then people were like, oh, Migos are popular. 
Therefore, they must be good. I love the Migos. The Migos are good. And then someone hears them. They're like, wait, the Migos are good? Oh, I like the Migos. Well, the it's Migos like what's are playing good. on the radio and what's like trending. So, yeah, it's going to be what you're going to be most I know, commonly hearing. But, but what I put, and then I said, would I put Culture, the Migos album, as one of the top five of all time? <laughs> no, yes. I wouldn't. I would say it was popular, but I, I would say it deserves number one. <laughs> <laughs> it was more. <laughs> it deserves <laughs> it, your respect. Yeah. Actually, the Beatles, have been, the Beatles have been quoted multiple times saying culture was a big <laughs> influence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Beatles. Why wouldn't you like monopolize on that and be like, whoa? Um, so that that's what that's my problem with the Beatles is I like their their musicianship is not very good. It's just not. Uh, I mean, they definitely experimented and broke ground on some things. That's I what I give them credit for. But their lyric, like, so I don't know. Uh, was it Lucy in the Sky? with diamonds that song was written i think because what was it john's dot john's son came in one day with a picture he drew of a classmate named yeah. lucy yep and, the, and then she was in the sky yeah and he was like hey I'm like where's my pen <laughs> just started writing it and then boom so like yeah like that's a talent to be like i mean yeah. I'll, I'll use cameron as like example like big muff yeah like Cameron's ability to just rhyme words with the word muff <laughs> and tell a story for almost five minutes yeah, straight with a rhythm I'm impressed by that. There may not be any intellectual like like aerobatics he's doing necessarily to be like, wow, that speaks to the heart. Yeah. But I'm impressed you're able to keep a rhythm and like keep the like energy of a song. So in that sense, your creativity of just being able so to So basically So basically our first album, Muff Through Time, should be <laughs> one of the greatest albums. Muff through <laughs> Muff Through Time. <laughs> oh. Um The Caveman one's my favorite. Yeah. And honestly that's like the way that I see it is the Beatles and others, um, I'm just going to rope them in generally. I think they get appreciated more because of their contributions to changing different genres. Mm-hmm. And I love that and I respect that. And I think the musicality behind it is great. But my problem is most times, anytime you're trying something new and you're quote unquote, quote unquote, revolutionizing it, it's not going to be that great of quality compared to and everything else that comes that's, after it that's really and the way like, that i like listen to basically what the beatles have now created and everything that's branched off of that and then i go back and i listen to the beatles i'm like i don't want to listen to something that's worse than what came after it like i'll appreciate it and i appreciate the beatles and what they did and some of the I, music is yeah. really fucking good yeah and then some of it i'm just like i don't I'm not going to listen to this. Like mm-hmm. there's no, I don't feel anything from this because everything that came after it is like miles ahead of it. Yeah. In my opinion. You know what song I, I do love? I love Admiral Halsey. I know that's, that's not a Beatles. That's mm-hmm. uh, Paul McCartney and wings. Correct? Yeah. Or is it just Paul McCartney? Um, I, I think, think it's, it's the wings. wings. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. That's uh, like, I don't know. It's not even like it's, I don't even really know what it's about. Yeah. I know it's about uncle Albert. <laughs> Like, we're so sorry, <laughs> Uncle Albert. I, I, I think it's a funny song. I love it. But, and like, to go off of that, like, when you're experimenting with music in that sense, like, it's not going to be good. It's also, yeah, that if it's so ahead of its time and it's not appreciated, later on is when it comes into your like, kids are going to exactly. love it. So, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like a lot of the Mom, Beatles' work Johnny, was ahead. very rough edged and like, wow, like, a lot of people are like, yeah, this is cool. Like, you know, when I smoke dope or whatever, like, whatever mm-hmm. you enjoyed. 
Like my dad's yeah. like, you know, like he, my dad's favorite album was Rubber Soul because it was pretty conventional. Yeah. And just starting to touch the cusp of when they really went down that path. Yeah. And a lot of their stuff is popular today because a lot of rock is now being influenced by that. Having exactly. those effects, that really harsh, not harsh noise, but that yeah. different kind of synth and yeah. just like using only the left channel for everything and then the vocals on right. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cool to look back and be like, wow, this was almost an entire generation or two before these effects came in and this style of music. And that's the thing is like experimental music is just so intriguing in that sense. That <laughs> so I... Yeah, I agree with what both of you said. I, I do respect them for being revolutionary. Yeah. But if you're going to go, like, you know, go, ba like, head-to-head. -head oh, yeah. I, with any, <laughs> with almost any other, like, my favorite rock band is Rush. And the fact that those three Canadian old dudes could produce the stuff that they produce absolutely with blows my minimal mind. minimal amounts of sex appeal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know that. With Neil Peart on his 99-drum <laughs> drum kit. Yeah. And a Alex... He like does vocals. He has a a two a like a double neck guitar, and then Getty Lee does synth. He has like keys on his foot, and he has <laughs> he has synth on here, and he plays the bass and vocals. Like <laughs> it just it blows a my real, mind. Real Canadian level. Like, yeah, it, it really it blows my crazy. mind what they could do. And some say they emerged from the deep woods. From and the I up think north. <laughs> I think the reason why they weren't the Yukon. I mean, the Rush Rush is very popular. Like you know, Tom Sawyer, everyone mm. loves that song. But they, they were the type of band that had, like, 14-minute songs about, like, a galaxy. They have a song called Cygnus. They made Cygnus, art. They have songs called Cygnus X1, and it's a song about a planet called Cygnus X1 just in the galaxy. Well, th that's that's where the line is. And like some Xana people produce do. music to become famous, to yeah. be listened and to be, like, idolized. And then yeah. there are people like that that make art. It's like you can't see this picture, but turn, close your blinds and turn all the lights off. And you play this album, and you're like, "Wow, I'm in a completely different like." Yeah. You know, like a lot of Pink uh, Pink Floyd stuffs like that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's what I mean. Like that's that. Like, I guess that's considered head music in that sense. But I agree with you on that. Like, and also when you look at the list being made, you like for top one, you would have to go by numbers, and it'd probably be the same results because the Beatles were just so popular for so long. And, and I think continue. that's where a lot of that comes from is just like obviously the numbers and, and the general population is going to speak and, and like it's frustrating yes when you go wow a band that you know i want to give more credit but they don't deserve it because everyone already puts them on this tier that they're untouchable yeah it's respectable but you know by numbers yes by creative pieces uh, you know it's it's yeah. something to say when you have that many albums and maybe 15 total songs that can easily be recognized by anyone that's impressive but look at the number of songs they've produced that's that says something a lot of their stuff was miss yeah they had a lot of stuff that hit and hit forever mm -hmm. and then the rest kind of was like oh like you know hey bulldog i think that was on the end of yellow the yellow submarine and they wrote that song in a day and they talked about it briefly i think in an interview and they're like yeah like that was one of the last few songs it was like the real old school way like we did it in a day you know that's why throughout the song it's like really rough and they're like making noise and having a good time it's because it was made that way but you go on Sorry, again. so I, I got what what you said earlier about go by most popular. Mm -hmm. I have I have some f numbers for you. The Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, eighteen point two million uh, copies sold. <laughs> At number one all time, I think this is r uh, hard copies. It doesn't I include streams. At number one all time with forty seven point three million albums sold, Michael Jackson Thriller. Number one was Michael. J 
And he's not even <laughs> yeah. the number one album. He's 20. Forty. Uh, s- that's four times or, or th- three times the amount of albums. Granted, the time know, difference yeah. though. He, what, yeah. See, what that was eighties. Uh, uh, yes, eighty-two. And Beatles was, was sixty. Okay, so format-wise, Beatles mm. isn't isn't even like. Well, Sgt. Pepper was probably like late sixties, early seventies, I think. Where did it go? Oh, that's still extremely down. impressive, though. Okay, now I can. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Abbey Road sold 14.4 in 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm just looking at, like, this is obviously a little bit different, but Billboard Top 100s, like, t- like, the number of songs in the Top 100s, because uh, Drake had that line, I got more slaps than the Beatles. Mm-hmm. It was because at one point, I forget what it was it wasn't i think it was number of songs that were in the top 10 of the top 100 on billboard but i think he had tied them or passed them or something but i'm looking this is as per 2018 so this is these numbers are over a year old but um these are the top 10 oh this actually it says here are the 14 bands and solo artists with the most billboard top 10 singles uh jay-z has 21 whitney houston has 23 uh so does paul mccartney and the stones um elvis presley and drake both have 25 as per this is april 18th of 2018 what is is this this is uh top 10 okay most top 10s in the top 100 um mariah carey has 27 so does janet jackson so does elton john stevie wonder has 28 michael jackson has 29 rihanna has 31 the Beatles have 34. Madonna has 38. Oh, wow. Who has the most? Madonna. With 38? 38 top 10 songs. In, could, okay. And this is in the top 100. This is... So, yeah. An- another another note on the albums. Um, the Eagles' greatest hits album, released in 1976, passed Michael Jackson's Thriller for the most in the U.S. I was going to say that, but I didn't know if, yeah. like greatest hits albums technically count I don't because think that that's, counts either. that's like cheating that's like stacking the deck you know so I that was one that I was going to say because obviously yeah, like the Eagles are another great, one but, of those well, bands well, te- that are just no, insanely yeah. technically good. it is an album like, yeah, like they, yeah. they released it but d- just the fact that Michael Jackson I think still beats him out worldwide too well and and the that's thing is, just in US how films. many of those songs were re-released though to be on that like album greatest hit albums alone that their whole point is all their greatest music <laughs> yeah, yeah so so the whole album's gonna you're right i don't think s- that i don't think that counts no like yeah. you know like okay i bought my brother gave me uh like the foo's fight foo fighters like greatest hit album i love that one because you know foo fighters yeah like it just mm, just it's great mm-hmm. like, yeah it's all their greatest songs so it's like you're not gonna not love it foo fighters are amazing yeah like all their music's great but when you put the best of the best you're obviously gonna sell that one more cause for sure for people that don't know all their other work they're gonna be like oh i know that one i know that one yeah tender oh i love pretender you know like so i don't know that that is true and like what i was getting at like with hey bulldog was that song was a last minute throw onto yellow submarine no one ever gave a shit about it and when the beatles like sirius xm channel came out they're like hey here's a late recording from the yellow submarine one of the last true beatles made beatles songs and then they played it every like 14th song 
until it became like one of the higher rated songs. Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, there's one way of legitimately making music that should be appreciated by those that care. And then forcing it down the throats of people are like, I like the Beatles. And they're like, I never heard this song. And that's it. And like now if you go, oh, you know, one of my favorite unappreciated songs by the Beatles is Hate Bulldog. People get upset and they go, it's not appreciated. Everyone knows it. But I'm like, yeah, when the album came out, like it was Yellow Submarine, the song the album was named after. And like it was on the movie they made, which in my opinion, artists making their own animated movies little, to an album is... A little difficult. Some like... Uh, the Gorilla's Plastic Beach. They yeah. had enough music. Like that was actually cool. Like, well, and I think that Kanye just Kanye West, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." Yeah, like there's some albums one. that definitely elicit that kind of like R. Kelly. Image. R. Kelly trapped in the closet. True. <laughs> no, that was kind of. Can I just joke. say <laughs> that uh, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" might, for me, be top three at least rap albums. Fair. That's what I mean. Like, if you get more specific, like, by genre. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you're going to put rock and roll, like, depending how vague you put it. The Beatles, yet again, will be there. And, like, I don't know. Like, we, sh- we should do that. We should do that off off mic. We should all get together one night. And just get a bottle of tequila. And I just have a bottle of tequila. I have. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it's going to be a long night, but I'm down. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. We'll, we'll, we'll put up again. We'll put Monday morning breakdown. Is that the name of our even show? Monday yeah. Music. Monday Music. There, yeah. Monday Music Breakdown. We will nice. make a list of the best albums of all time. Yeah. Like, I feel like that'd be really fun. Like, nothing like in like, kind of shit-faced. And then ar- playing the song and arguing as the song's playing. Yeah. Like, tell me. You do, like, listen to that part right there. Listen. 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 Shut uh, up. Shut up. Listen. Listen. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How that vibra slap. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't get me started on the vibra slap. <laughs> the, the last time we went to Guitar Center. Yeah, I, I showed Cameron a song by Cake, and he fell in love with it instantly because of how well they use it. The virus. Oh, what song was that? Uh, it is uh, is it? I don't think it's uh. It's not going the distance. No, it's not long shirt, short. No, yeah, long shirt. Is it short skirt? No, it's uh, it's the oh, I know exactly what you thrills. I think so. Yeah, it might have been thrills. I anyway, yeah, we'll play it. Yeah, so that might be something that we can uh talk about next time then. Yeah. Are our, we gonna go results? Uh, yeah, well, and maybe after the hockey game Friday. Oh no, we're all gonna be gone. So well, yeah. that and also there aren't any more hockey games the rest of the semester. It starts up in January. Right? We'll have a yep. shit ton of hot or uh, Tostino's <laughs> pizza rolls. Yeah. Oh my god. It'll be a good time. That sounds and good. And we it's for science, not person. I will not enjoy yeah. a moment of it. It'll just be for science. No, of course, no. It's science for, is it's not. It's for you guys. It's for the viewers. Bill Nye, absolutely tuning in. Well. Uh, I think this that's kind of derailed. Yeah, but I think that's a, probably a good, a good place deal. to. Uh, I think every time, I think every once in a while, we needed to do that. Just a random amount of nonsense. Yeah, we didn't really have anything. We didn't really have anything planned. Like this is more of a impromptu. And we still and, ended up but with still, I, I fifty like, minutes yeah. worth of content. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. Thanks to me. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, hopefully by next time we uh, do this, we'll have money recorded. <laughs> oh, I think we say I have enough money for me to go to therapy, but. Well, that no, too. That too. Yeah. Uh, next time we'll uh, we'll create a link or something that a Venmo. in the uh, description <laughs> for everybody to yeah. click on so that they can donate to Cam's uh, therapy fund. <laughs> the only way you can though is you have to download at least our track. When yeah, constantly yeah. you have to constantly play Big Mom. <laughs> yeah. Gallon of Mom Ham through time by Gallon of Ham. It's coming. Just All right, ooh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. I love you all. Love me.